Do you ever feel like manifestation is just another thing on your to-do list that you don't have time for? Like your spiritual practice is something that you have to do? Honestly, you're not alone because I felt that way too. Something that's really changed my relationship with manifestation is blending it into my lifestyle so that no matter what I'm doing, I'm also manifesting. I call this manifestation as a lifestyle and it single-handedly made the entire manifestation journey more enjoyable for me and I've seen my desires show up with a lot more ease. Manifesting as a lifestyle has made manifestation go from feeling like a task to something I just naturally do because it's who I am. If you'd like to learn more about this, I've created a step-by-step guide for you. I'll link it in my show notes so you can check it out. You're listening to the Affirmation Addict Podcast with Pyle Corley. This podcast will teach you about the power of affirmations while making manifestation easy and accessible for you in order to enhance your spiritual consciousness. Thank you so much for being here. And now it's time to get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Affirmation Addict Podcast. Today we are talking about one of my newly favorite subjects, which is an overflow of abundance. And abundance can mean money, it can mean whatever you want it to mean, but this episode is actually inspired by my fig trees. You've probably seen me posting about them on my social media, but when we moved into this new house, uh, we had fruit trees. And I've never grown up with fruit trees. I've always heard about it in Arizona. A lot of people have citrus, so they have oranges and lemons. Um, And this, (laughs) I don't know why I'm laughing, but it makes me so happy that I understood such a beautiful concept through the power of nature and these trees. And if you're watching the video, you can probably see I can barely stop smiling because It just makes me so happy and it's so random and it's not because of the fruits. It's not because of the figs that I get to eat. There's actually way too many of them, Um, but it's about like the universal humor and just like the sheer fact that there is so much abundance. And the reason this is so funny is because one, we've never seen the fruit tree fruit. We've never seen the fig tree and how much fruit it provides. We never saw that. So a few weeks ago, um, well, actually a few weeks before the fig tree actually started producing fruit, um, I set an intention about this concept of overflow because I feel like I've always manifested from the lens of, I know what I want. I know how much I need and I will always have enough. Um, and I've even wrote affirmations and thought like, I'll always have more than enough, but I was never able to put any kind of quantity or an understanding of what that feels like. I didn't really, it felt too good to be true probably for me and for my subconscious. So I always have had enough. I've always had enough. I've never been in a state of lack. I've always made things work, but that's it. I've always had enough. And so I was like, well, what if I could have an overflow? What if I could have so much that I didn't even know what to do with it? And this was in terms of everything good, right? I am talking money. I'm talking joy. I'm talking people in my life. I'm talking ideas. I'm talking just everything. What if I could have an overflow? What if I can have an overflow of love? What if I can have an overflow of abundance? What if I could have an overflow of peace and joy? Like, what would that feel like? And the moment I asked myself that question, I felt a rush of expansion. So I knew it was kind of the terms I had been searching for. 
was like, what if I had an overflow and more than enough of all the good things in my life, all things that make me feel happier? What if I had an overflow? And with that, the overflow started coming and I wrote an affirmation. I think I wrote that. Um, it is safe for me to have an overflow of all good things in my life, probably something along that line. And just a few weeks later, I kind of said it and forget it. And I was like, okay, I'm ready for whatever comes. I was living my life. I was living manifestation as a lifestyle. So this thought was ruminating and kind of circulating in my mind, but I wasn't forcing or doing anything to actively receive more than enough. I was just kind of exploring and playing with that idea And then a few weeks after doing this, I don't even know the exact timeline, but our fig tree started producing like edible ripe figs. And first batch, big basket. Second batch, big basket. Third batch, even bigger and bigger. Like literally so many pounds of figs from one tree that I didn't even know that was possible. Like I was in absolute shock and I was like, oh my God, this is the overflow. This is my physical kind of memory and evidence that overflow is possible. And we literally have so many figs that we didn't know what to do with them. So we gave so many away. And I know I'm talking a lot about these figs and this is a money episode, but I swear I will get there. I kind of forgot. But these figs, we had so much more than I could even process, than we could even make jam. Like I had way too many and that felt powerful. Secondly, how this relates to money is the moment we had, we received, the moment we received any, our first instinct was to give. Our first instinct was to share. And so this is where it starts tying into money. If you're having a calling, that you want to manifest more money in your life, you want to experience more money energy in your life, I want you to think of money as an energy that is allowed to overflow in your life. It is allowed to come in in a way that's more than enough. Because if you feel like you always have just enough to get by, maybe start asking yourself the question is, what if I had more money than I even know what to do with? What if I had more money than I even knew how to spend? What if I had more money that I couldn't help but share it? What if I had more than enough? What if I had an overflow of abundance? And asking yourself what that looks like and asking the universe to show you what does overflow look like? What does more than enough look like in my life? Ask for that support. Let the universe show you um, because I did and it now is a feeling that I know because we always say, right, feel the feeling. However, if you don't necessarily know what that feels like, it can be hard. So now my fig trees to me are a symbol of an overflow of abundance. It is the purest definition I can think of. And it brings me so much peace. It brings me so much knowing. It brings me so much assurance that that is possible. It is possible to have more than enough um, and allow more than enough money to come through because it is possible for you. So with kind of that mindset shift is also reminding yourself that you don't have to settle. You don't have to only figure out how the money is coming in. We oftentimes have certain manifestations because we're trying to substitute for the how. We want this job because it's going to be a source of income. It's going to be a higher source of income. So we're sort of manifesting and trying to take over and control the how through our manifestations 
which is actually kind of a cheating kind of way to do it. And it doesn't always work, to be frank. It If something is not manifesting for you, there's a chance that you're using that manifestation to control the narrative and control the how rather than understanding what that root desire is. All of these kind of nuances are the things I'm teaching you and starting to really embrace in what manifestation as a lifestyle is. So if you want to buy my guide, it applies to money. It applies to every area of your life. I'll put the link in the show notes for you to help you manifest as a lifestyle, to help you where your fig trees can also help you receive more money and allow manifestation to be so well integrated into your life that you are literally beaming with such good energy that your manifestations can't help but flock to you. And in terms of creating a money mindset, don't forget that money is a relationship. Money is an energy and it's a two-way street. My favorite thing I like to tell people is think of money as a person in your life. If money was somebody in your life, how would it treat you and how would it show up in your life if you were treating it the way you did? If you keep talking bad about it, if you're stabbing it in the back, if you're gossiping about money, do you think money is going to want to stay in your life? Probably not. So treat money like a loving friend, someone that you care for, and really start to shift the way you interact with your money and shift the way that you are living that relationship because it is an embodied relationship and give yourself permission to work on your money mindset in a fun and playful way. Welcome that more than enough energy. What if you did have more money than you knew what to do with? Like that is a really freeing idea, right? And ultimately that feeling we're probably chasing for is overflow and freedom. So instead of focusing on how am I going to get that money now, focus on those two feelings. How do you tap into overflow? How do you tap into freedom? Even if it has nothing to do with money, feeling those feelings or learning about those feelings and how they feel in your body is a form of helping you actually manifest them. So don't think that your manifestation and receiving money has to be solely focused around money. It can be other elements and areas of your life. For me, it was my fruit trees and nature is a huge source of how I manifest money and how it helps me reframe my mind and my limiting beliefs. It helps me understand money in that way. Hi, beautiful friend. I hope you're enjoying this episode. I wanted to hit pause for 15 seconds and share with you about my spiritual membership I created to help you raise your vibration and manifest with ease. I created a firm it so you can have access to all, and I really mean all of the spiritual tools you need to step into your higher self and watch your dreams manifest with ease. If you're really ready to dive into your spirituality and connect with your highest self, I invite you to join the Affirmate membership. More details are in the show notes if you're interested. And now let's jump back in. And I know money energy is such a big topic and a new concept I've been really playing with is, okay, we want to receive money, but then what? What happens after you get that money? Do you want to spend it? Do you want to save it? How do you want to spend it? So it's kind of getting comfortable and normalizing how money feels in your sphere, how money feels in your vibration. So an example is for me, that was so interesting was with the moment I had so much and actually the moment I received and it was just exciting to me, I wanted to share it. And if I think of how I use my money right now, I probably don't share as much as I could. I probably don't donate as much as I could. I do donate but probably could do more. Um, And so it was a really good indicator of, okay, 
how do I want to spend this money? How am I feeling good releasing it into the universe and using it as a tool and using it as a resource that not only I can benefit from, but so can other people. And you probably can see this about me, but having more money isn't for me about buying a designer bag or designer shoes, because honestly, that's just not who I am. What I would do with a lot of money is maybe buy a farm and plant flowers and grow a flower farm. Like money is still a tool. It's a necessary resource that can create more experiences for us, but don't feel like you having money has to look a certain way. You don't have to fly first class. You don't need to buy a private jet. You don't need to buy a mansion. Um, You can if that is what excites you, not if that is what you think you have to do to show other people. Some people truly love designer things. I genuinely don't because I know my mom is in the clothing business and jewelry business and I know the cost of real goods and that value just doesn't exist. I know that leather is a certain cost and what I'm paying for is the label and the label is a status and that's just not part of me. It doesn't excite me. It doesn't make me feel abundant. It actually makes me feel less abundant um, because I don't value that. I grew up around that. So it's not a value to me. It doesn't make me feel better. It doesn't make me feel more higher class. However, if it does make you feel more higher class, question, is it so other people can see it or would I still do it if nobody else was watching? So a really good journaling question is how would I spend my money, right? How do I want to spend my money if I had all the money in the world? And then how would I spend my money if nobody could see what I spent it on or how I spent it on? If nobody knew, if everything was a secret, your trips, your first class tickets, if all of that was completely secret, nobody could see it how would you spend your money? There's two very different approaches. And I find that a lot of my clients who want to manifest money, they want those kind of glam things because they believe that those glam things are the only way to experience and enjoy money. I love certain glam things. I love expensive meals. Like we're big into tasting menus of Michelin star. We're big into travel. However, Also, interestingly enough, I need to record a whole episode on this. Travel is now not my biggest priority. I thought it was. That was kind of the last thing I wanted to manifest was traveling to all these places. I have the freedom of time. I have the resources, but the desire has just gone away. So it's really understanding and being okay with some of those things that you're chasing after aren't actually what you want. For me, what I was actually chasing for when I was traveling was inspiration. I wanted to feel creative from the inside out. I wanted to feel connected. I wanted to feel alive. And I thought I could only get that when I'm traveling. But I've created a home and an environment and a lifestyle where I feel alive in my day-to-day routine. I feel inspired in my day-to-day routine. So I don't seek that through travel. If I go travel now, I want to see different parts of the world and learn different cultures, but it's not my biggest priority. I don't feel like I'm missing out on life because I've created so much peace from the inside out that even traveling, which I'm shocked to say this because travel is has always been such a big part of my life, but even traveling cannot fill a void. Traveling is just normal now. It doesn't kind of give me something external. It is just another experience. And 
we think that we have all these desires because we think they're going to make us feel a certain way. And ultimately, no one can teach you that lesson except for yourself. But there is such a high probability that at least one of your desires isn't actually your own or isn't actually for you. It's for everybody else. It's to show everybody else or it's because you've seen it work for other people and it's actually not in alignment with you. I know many of my desires were like that. My dream job, which still manifested. So for a while, I wanted to be a consultant because of the lifestyle. I could travel for free. I could go to fancy dinners. All of those things I've just been talking about. It was a definition of abundance for me. Um, I manifested it and I absolutely hated it. So, and I felt like I was needed to have that lesson. So you will be taught and experiencing the lessons you need to learn if you're willing to learn them. But through my own examples and through these kind of random tangents I'm going on, I hope you can start to self-reflect and say, okay, we all want money, right? That's fine. That is a natural resource. We need it for survival. But why do you want the money? Why do you feel like you don't have enough now? What's going to change? And how much of that has to do with the world around you versus your internal world? What's going to change about your internal world when you manifest more money? And what's going to change about your external world? The internal stuff, the cool thing is you can do that now. Your internal world is self-created every moment. We just don't think that. We are used to looking at our outer world as validation for what our inner world is, but it's actually the opposite. Your inner world is up to you and through your inner world, you create your outer world. So give yourself permission to look at money in that way. Look at money as an internal game not the material game, not what can you purchase, what home can you buy, how much you can give to charity even, none of that. Look at money as how is it on the inside and what does it mean about me and what do I want it to change and how can I create that now? That is how you can start to create an excess and an overflow of money. I believe we're all worthy of it. I think there's more than enough for every single person to have more than enough money. And so give yourself permission to play with that um, and explore that. It's something that has really shifted for me in the past few weeks and months as I kind of started asking for that clarity. So I invite you to ask for that clarity and start to make those shifts and observe and be open to money being a little bit different than you thought it was. So I hope this episode was helpful. Also, at the end of the week, I will be having a Affirm It Express episode with my favorite money affirmations. So if money is a big topic in your life, make sure you tune in on Friday. They're under five minutes. And I will see you on Friday and we'll do some money affirmations together. So thank you for being here and I will see you on Friday. Bye. I love you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If this episode resonated with you, it would mean the world to me if you can rate, interview the podcast and share it on your social media. So I know to keep creating episodes that are inspiring you to manifest. I'm so genuinely grateful for the time we shared today. And I'd love for you to join the community by following at Affirmation Addict on Instagram. To continue diving into spirituality and manifestation, head over to my website, affirmation-addict.com. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love and so much healing energy.